Hello, welcome to the Football Podcast, the podcast where three friends are the junior professional footballers dash to waste children when one of the confined to a wheelchair and the other two discover food have their say on the Premier League. It has been a while, my friend, Coach Kojo. It's been a while, well. It has been a minute. This has been, this is take two because we started the first one, but I mean, if we are, we're talking and we're bored. Yeah, we, 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 we stopped. Because <laughs> we, 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 we like to make interesting content. We, we like to talk about everybody. See, what, what we did before was talk about all the teams that made maybe a dent in the transfer window this year. And we were bored of our, out of our skulls. So, if... You are anybody from uh, Burnley, Lower, you guys suck. So, <laughs> oh my days. So, we're not going to talk about you. That's By the way, F. Sean Dice, I am your host, Cahill. Let's get things started, my friend, Coach Kojo. The ever present, of course. Did I say I said that? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. No, I you didn't. I ever present, did I? Yeah, yeah, you I did. I just said Coach Kojo. You did it. There we go. We'll start with Newcastle. Before, before we start, it just hit me, you know. What's that? This is where we, we did our first podcast. It is. Oh, sugar. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. don't go back listen to that one, guys. Please do. Actually, no. Screw it, man. Why not? If you, if you want to, try it. Check our history. Check out our history. Yes. It was uh, it was really bad. Really? Kind of like what we just did. But take two. Yes. Take two, we start <laughs> again. Newcastle United, because we actually have friends from Newcastle. Wait. That's why we're talking about them. Otherwise, they would be considered dead food as well. Yeah. But, D-Man... We respect you. We're here for you, bro. We hear you. Um, Forty million pounds went on Jolitino hmm? from Hoffenheim. John Linton, bro. Why did I say? Where did I get Jolitino from? <laughs> Jolinton. What? 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 Hey, what? hey, hey, hey! I'm, I'm glad you checked me because that was wild. I said it, you said it. I thought, I thought to myself, is he gonna say it? Oh, wait, okay. Let me just let me just jump in quick before. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> just to avoid any any future embarrassment. Uh, forty million pounds. I think it might be. It's no pounds. It might be euros. Either way, it's forty. Either way, crazy amount of money considering that Mike actually doesn't spend a goddamn thing. Do you see he bought um Jack Willis today? Jack Willis. Business. No idea. It's a business. It's a business way to do. I think. Oh, we bought a business. Another another business way to do clothing and stuff for twelve million. This guy needs to focus on Debenhams. You know, they're going out of business. <laughs> 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 Rough. <laughs> and he's buying others. Um. Interesting. I, I can't say I've, I've obviously I don't know him because I, I got his name wrong. But um, have, John Linton is a good. He's a good young talent. He's oh. another one from Hoffenheim. I think. What well, didn't Firmino come from Hoffenheim as well? Yes, he did. And Son, right? Yeah. Bloody so they, they've obviously got. They got an eye for talent. They yeah. got an eye for talent. Premier, Premier League pre- pedigree. Mm. Tell me a bit about him. John Linton is a. He's not as skillful as because because he's Brazilian. I don't want people to get gassed. But he's not as skillful as others. But he's. Quite quick. Um, his movement off the ball is fantastic. Mm. I like that about him. Um, and he's got a good eye for goal, which is, it can range from anything, because a lot of people say good eye for goal. It can range anything from shooting and knowing where the goal is exactly. to actually hitting goals. Scoring, yeah. But um, I think for Newcastle, it's important because obviously losing Ronda and losing Perez, they needed to replace. Mm. And bringing someone like him is a good sign. And that's a natural replacement for... Um, Perez, rather than um, yeah. Rondon. So They've also, I think they have they retained um, Almiron as well. Oh yeah, Almiron, no one's no one's gone for Almiron. Nobody's gone for him. But so I think I'm going to be very honest. I'm, I'm going to say this: if Steve Bruce stinks out the place within a month, he he has to go, man. Yeah. Because he's not only is he can he carry the ball from defense to attack, like 
technically he's good. Like he's really good. And you've got someone that not only can carry the ball forward at, at pace as well, his balance is great. Um, he's tenacious. You know, people try and do this whole, oh, he comes from this league. He, he'll be a pushover. He'll be this and that because he's quite skinny. He's, he's built, but he's not like muscular. He's quite tall and a little bit slim. But he can he can deal with the aggressiveness of the Premier League and he showed that in his first six months here. Yeah. So, um, you know, th- he's going to be key to their success this season. Um, and if he links well with Joel Linton, they could have something special there. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, uh, St. Maximin from uh, Nice for 16 million as well. Impressive, quite quite lightning quick winger. Mm. Um, did quite well under Vieira. Would he like, like the Premier League? I'm not sure. He might, he might, he's, he's one of those ones where he might, he's either going to tear the league a new one or go down like Christian Atsu and just stink out the place. I got my Ghanaian boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Alan is a. Uh, I've never been sure about him. Yeah, I've never because you. We see a lot of players that have lightning pace and all that. I mean, the last person that we read, well, not we, but a lot of people got gassed about that had lightning pace or strong and build and all this stuff. So Damo Traore. Yeah, and his, I, I can't even call it a lack of end products. He has zero end products. He doesn't really play though. But when he plays, I know. I do you know what I mean? So either way, he, he, you can't be the uh, the super sub forever mm. and you need to show something because he I remember when he came on against United um, at Old Trafford he was beating this guy this guy mm. this guy oh no Old Trafford I'm on you and then when it came to the final pass of the shooting my goodness yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. this is why people don't rate you and I used to go into a lot of places for that Osman Dembele if just to go off time for a little bit that's the person that I used to go into for because his end product was so up and down at Barca I bought him and it was I don't know it was great it was yeah good, but at Barca yeah. you have you see videos of him beating five six players and then what happens next? Mm. You know what I mean? But obviously, we know he's he's supremely talented and he's got a good end product by him, so he's calm. So um, back to Saint Maximilian. It's uh, oh Maximilian, sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, it could go one of two ways. But yeah. with Newcastle as well, at the same time, you don't know how they're gonna perform exactly. in general. Jetro Williams also came through. Very good left back. That's a decent loan deal, yeah. Decent loan deal, nine hundred k. It all seems like. <clears throat> excuse me. It all seemed like it was all... Because these aren't Steve Bruce signs. I don't think so. These no. were never meant for Steve Bruce, but he's now got them. Mm-hmm. And it all, all depends on whether or not he manages to gel them together. You were a fan of what Rafa Benitez was doing at Newcastle. You, you often thought that if he went, the Newcastle would go down. How do you rate their chances? With these new signings now, I think mid-table, was the, they, they can get mid-table. Not because I don't think the talent's good enough, mm. but more because I'm worried about what Steve Bruce would do there. He, his only claim to a good Premier League season, I guess, was Birmingham's first season in 08 when they finished like eighth or something. Like they finished quite high in the table okay. for them. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I, I can't really tell you that he's someone that I've looked at and said, yeah, you're, you're a top man. Yeah. He's not defensive though. I'll give him that. He's not actually not a defensive coach. He likes, he likes to attack. He tries, but his, his attacking never looks pleasant. Yeah, but if it gets if it gets you W's, you just like you remember when he left Hull and um, who came in? I forgot his name. Everton manager, Marco Silva came in. Ah, and the change. You saw the, the difference in it. In, it was night and day, wasn't it? Yeah. So I don't know. He's obviously uh, things Mike Ashley's friend, and everybody in Newcastle doesn't like Mike Ashley. So I'm pretty sure if, if the results go bad, badly, 
he will be on a chopping. He will, he will, oh yeah, they'll chop him straight away. I doubt he'll be on a chopping block because he's Mike Ashley's friend. But oh, yeah, the pressure on his neck is going to be immense. Well, if there's a club with fans that know how to apply pressure, yeah, <laughs> Newcastle fans don't ramp. Exactly. Exactly. We are gonna now go to West Ham United. Hey. You have had a fantastic transfer window. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because the talent that they've brought in, they've brought in Haller from Frankfurt, who had like 22 goals in, was it the Bundesliga alone, wasn't it? Or was it all Yeah, Bundesliga. No, it might have been uh, uh, all together. But I think Five or all. Crazy, crazy. Uh, Four Nows, who had an amazing uh, uh, Euros. Was yeah. it Euros? Under-21s? Yeah, him and um, Sarabia. And Sebelos as well. Yeah. All, all three of them have performed exactly. this season. Uh, all three of them have performed this season. Yeah. Cardozo, who I don't know much about. Martin, uh, Roberto... Uh, Reese Oxford's I think he's gone he's, he's gone, gone away now, yeah. now isn't he he's gone and the big one is that they finally got rid of Arnautovic yeah he seemed like he was a he was a damper in the in the West Ham dressing room well yeah he had to go because I mean the one thing you hate as a fan is you know a player making so much noise about wanting to go they don't get their move and they say, I'm, I've always been a hammer, I never wanted to leave. That that video yeah. that he did. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. as soon as the season finishes, I want to go. Just wasting their time. Mm. Get rid. See you later. Um, but man, for now, that's the signing that gassed me. Mm. Um, as for Haller, see, because I went to the um, friendly game against Bilbao mm. just last, on the weekend. Where's my ticket, G? He's, Spencer bought it for me, man. Don't follow <laughs> me. Don't coffee me. Shout out Spencer. <laughs> but um, no, he... Um, he impressed me. It's funny. It's funny how people on Twitter work because when he scored that accidental own goal, people are like, oh, this is what you paid this amount of money for. And then they don't disregard the fact that he completely destroyed his opponent on the other side mm. and then set up a, a great goal. So, you know, you know, for, for West Ham, signing someone like him, Jack Wilshere, I'll, I'll say this right now, I'm very, very impressed by what he's done this summer. Mm. He's worked on his craft. He hasn't taken he's a holiday. off. He hasn't, yeah, he hasn't taken a holiday. He said, I need to work on my fitness. I need to get myself ready for a whole season. I, I can't be doing this whole in and out, in and out. Obviously, he documented what he was going through. That's why he was missing for a lot of the season. It wasn't just injury, so fair play to him. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's, he looks like he's ready to go. And he didn't struggle. He looks well. Um, defensively, they had a shaky start in that game. It's a friendly, but still, it still counts. But as soon as they conceded the second goal, for some reason, they just they clicked. Yeah. And they just came back to, you know, so... I'm interested to see what they'll do this season, man. I'm very, very interested to see what they're gonna do. Yeah, it seems like they they they're guaranteed at least top t- a top ten finish. I would hope so. But like you said, the defensive the defensive side of West Ham. It, I mean, they've they've got Balbuena and Diop that looked like it was blossoming into a decent partnership. Yeah. But left back and right back, that's yeah. where they struggle. And goalkeeper as well. I don't think they've improved in that area. Who's Fabianski's a goalkeeper? He's, he's He's a decent Premier League goalkeeper, but if you want to get to the levels of consistently getting into European competition, a la the Europa League, yeah, then you need a you need a, a quality goalkeeper. And I don't think Fabianski is. I think um, the Roberto guy they signed is actually could be better. He looks so assured in that game. Mm? So, um, but that's, that's only one appearance in it. I can't go off one appearance. We have to see yeah. if he plays a lot more games. Um, Plus, but he was free, so you either you either, you've either played a blinder in the transfer market or you've got a, a backup. Yeah, exactly. So you, you never know these things. But I, I don't know. You're right about left back and right back. I mean, Masuaku is... Yeah, Masuaku is actually very good. It's just sometimes... 
He's he, headless, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Cresswell, to be honest, Cresswell just needs to stop playing out for West Ham. West Ham needs to get rid of him. Mm. Uh, he was annoying me. Um, <laughs> who's the right back again? Not Zabaleta. Who's the other right back they have? They've got another right back, haven't they? Oh. Let me uh, let me get him up. Um, West Ham. Oh, what a time for mine to go blank. <laughs> um, West Ham's right back is... Remind me, please. Remind uh, me. Uh, Fredericks. Oh, yeah, it was Ryan Fredericks. Ryan Fredericks actually looked quite decent. I'm going to be very... I, I, was, I looked at him, I was like... Defensively, Knight came from his side. He was very strong. And going forward, he timed his run really well. Um, Zabila is obviously getting old. Oh, and I'm going to say this for Darren right now. Mikel Antonio is the biggest. <laughs> he's so... Sh- He's, what? He's, he's fantastic, great player. He, he, he's shocking. Of course he's shocking, man. There is. Because obviously last season when he was scoring here and there, I was like, I can mock Darren for this one because it's funny. But no, no, he's bad, man. He's very bad. And yeah. West Ham will do... Uh, they Where did they get him from again? I can't remember. I can't remember. He's always playing in England, but I can't remember yeah, which, yeah, which yeah. team was from. But yeah, regardless, now he's... Time for him to go, man. Yeah. They can't be using him. Um, but if they do use him... Just leave him to be a striker, nothing more. He can't be involved in the play. He has to be like a poacher. Um, <laughs> I just, honestly, honestly. They've got Haller for that now, man. Exactly. So oh, he's, yeah. He's just, he's just there. And Hernandez is still staying. Yeah. Which is surprising because I thought they were trying to sell him or he waited to go, one of the two. They've been trying to sell him for a while now, but mm. he just doesn't seem to want, want to leave. Well, I don't think he's going to go anywhere apart from down when it comes to... He might go back home, innit? Probably back to Mexico. Yeah. Make, makes most sense. Um, But yeah. It's going to be an interesting season for West Ham. I think top 10 should be guaranteed. Anything lower, than they need to get rid of uh, Pellegrini. They've been surprisingly, they've backed him extremely well. Which is good. It's, just, it's great. West Ham, they need to start spending the money because they paid like, the cheapest rent when it comes to uh, stadium fees. Mm. They have a whole bunch of money that's never used to spend it. Never believed in the manager. Billich never really got this amount of backing. Who was the one after him? I can't remember it. David, was it? No, was it, no, it was Moyes. It was Moyes, wasn't it? <laughs> he, get back he never deserved to get back in. Uh, he trash. Uh, um, we done told you about him on this podcast. And, uh, and now, um, Pellegrini, obviously pedigree, Premier League winning manager. He's got the pedigree. Yeah. So they obviously trust him. Yeah. But, like you, like we said last, last year, it was always up and down, up and down, up and down. Maybe he can get some bit from, some form of consistency now that they've got uh, Haller and um and for nows mm-hmm. leading that line with um with soon to be returning uh Yarmolenko oh he's back now yeah and felipe anderson mm, as my well. guy my so guy that's a scary that's, that, that's gonna cause a, a lot of teams above them troubles and should if they get the if they get it right a lot of teams below them absolutely trouble. so all of us need to do is get it right but they haven't got it right for a while now so mm. it's gonna be an interesting season for them leicester city will go there yuri tielemans for forty million pounds, that was a fantastic. I was, I was, I can't, I can't quite say coup because it didn't exactly work out for him at Monaco, which was a step up from where he was. Mm. But he did well when he came to to Leicester. He played a few few blinding passes that impressed a whole bunch of people. There was rumours that he was available for nineteen million, but that obviously wasn't the case because Leicester bought for forty. Yeah, but they really, they really snatched him from. From everybody else, that it was a really low key sign, and he just went, "Yeah, we'll keep him." Well, you know, they're going, he's the money. They're going on a nice loan. Exactly. Let him enjoy himself here for the five, six months, and mm. said, "Hey, you loved it here." Exactly. We'll buy you, and he's more than happy to go there as well. So, man, 
Fair play to them. That's a fantastic signing. He is a fantastic Absolutely. Signing. I mean, that's, he's, he's one of those ones where he, he will only get better because I think he's like 23. Yeah. He'll only get better. His price will obviously skyrocket as well. So whoever's going to buy him after Leicester, which I'm pretty sure he'll, put, he'll use as, as a stepping stone club, mm-hmm. will have to pay the, some, some fee for him. They also bought Iosi Perez from Newcastle for £30 million. I don't know if I want to pay 30 million. That's the surprising part about it. Yeah, but it's a good signing regardless. It's decent. I wouldn't say good because he, he was... Sense? He had a resurgence in form, but it wasn't exactly wasn't exactly setting league on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's never, he's never set league on fire, but I, I, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just doing what I did with Lamella and believing in his talent a little bit more I than I should. Might, I think that's exactly that what might be what I'm doing. doing, yeah. But yeah, for me, also adding to... Um, Who's Leicester got? They got Vardy. They've got Kasper Schmeichel, who's probably nearing the, the the end. How old is he now? He's, I think he's at least thirty six. Kasper, no, Kasper Schmeichel can't be thirty six. I think he's at least thirty six. Surely not. Check him out. I'm checking that. I think he's at thirty one. No, he's not thirty one. No, he's definitely not thirty one. Uh, Kasper Schmeichel, thirty six. I will scream this house down. I've got. I'll take it. Sorry, you're right. He's thirty two. Oh, he's thirty two. Okay, yeah, I was about to scream, bruv. Where did I get thirty six from? I was about to scream this house down. Oh, bro, you scared me. I did. That was the point, see? <laughs> if I don't come at you with facts, I come at you with lies. Just to scare you. Uh, they managed to keep Ben Chilwell. They've mm. obviously got, they've obviously scammed you United out of 80 million for uh, for Harry Maguire, so they're probably going to spend that, that money well, sometime if you, soon. if you deep it, then all the money they spent this summer is less than how much they yeah. got for Maguire, so they they can probably still spend a lot more if they Absolutely. wanted to. Absolutely. Uh, Johnny Evans, obviously, Premier League winning defender is he good enough I don't know but uh, he seems to be playing well uh, Madison's still there and Didi who I think is very underrated in this league didn't he oh no so yeah yep. he is he was he's very yep. underrated um, Damari Gray still the all Brighton Chowdhury who was looking he was impressing last season mm. uh, he's looking to step up now Vardy, like you said, Ian Nacho, who missed um, <laughs> the opportunity to give, gift Liverpool the, the Premier League. My guy. But I don't know how they're going to play. And that's 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 probably the thing that's probably frightening a whole bunch of people. The manager's still well, right? Yeah. So maybe some... Wait, some, no, 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 no. It's um, Brendan Rodgers, sorry. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Brendan yeah, Rodgers, yeah. So maybe a variant of 4-4-2. Diver that or 4 3 He's able to go between both, yeah, which I is mean, good. I, I think either Perez will have to play behind the striker or next to him. Yeah, because Vardy is guaranteed to start. He should be starting in the ring. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, it's got it's going to be Brendan Rodgers' first season as a Leicester manager. Now he's obviously won multiple league titles with uh, with Celtic. Looked to implement his brand of football to Leicester, which was what the fans were crying out for, and the uh, the board defensively. That that's West where he's gonna he's gonna worry a few people because he has obviously he's lost his his biggest defender. Yeah, he's going to have to. Uh, attract somebody well, of his level, which I'm pretty sure Leicester can do. Yeah, Leicester, if they wait, if they really wanted to go and buy a centre back and look at, well, I mean, they've got two days left, but they, if they wanted to, I think they could get the deal done mm. for someone. They can find someone. There's someone out there that you can get for a much cheaper price that can be of a good level. Mm. So it depends. But um, they added Sok. How does it? Sok Son Yonku. Son Yonku. Yeah, yeah. They said they added him. Wasn't he last year though? Yeah, they added him last year. He's he's not bad. He's not bad. Whether he's gonna step up and take over Maguire, I don't know. But he's not bad. He's not a bad option to have there. Um, and also he said Johnny Evans, who's got Premier League experience. Whatever that means. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. Premier League experience, Premier League title winning experience. <laughs> How many times was he the key man of any of those? He played a few games here and there. That's a few games, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pascal Sigan played a few games. Is he invisible, by the way? Yeah, of course he is. Jeez, man Pascal. like Pascal. Pascal. Ledge. Everton FC. New stadium things. New stadiums uh, plans in the works. Moise Ken from Juventus for 24 million. Bargain. Coup, bargain, whatever word you want to want to use. Bobby does not. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Gomez uh, from Barcelona for 22 million. He obviously was a was a was a key man in their midfield last year. And mm-hmm. Hopefully for Everton fans, he will, he'll be able to to kick on. But that confuses me though. Why would you sign him and then get rid of Edris Gay? I think Gay wanted to leave for a long time. True. They're different players, and it's PSG anyway. And it's PSG. Yeah. So that's they also bought in Fabio Delph. Uh, I don't know how to say Bamin from Mainz for twenty two million. Oh yeah, he he did he did a video saying you can call me in my family to say Bamin and Bamin or I've been places to say Gabamin so whichever one I I respond to. Oh. Okay. So I guess we can remix the name week by week. <laughs> I think we shall. <laughs> yeah. We shall. Uh, Bamin. We'll start with it. We'll start there with that one. I don't know much about him. Neither do I. Yep. So he, if he's a midfielder, I'm gonna check. Coming internet, don't fill me now. He is a defender. Yep, so he's he's replacing Gay. Oh, okay, fair so enough. They've fair enough. Their, they've already got their um like their for like like for like. Um also apparently Everton is is the uh, the the place for Wilfred Zaha, who was obviously linked to Arsenal, linked to Tottenham, linked to every name under the sun in the top six. Well, they might be putting this off. I, mean, I think they had a £55 million bid rejected Yeah, they offered, they offered MacArthur and St. Tosin, apparently. And as part, Yeah, as part of the deal. I'm surprised they didn't say no, because they, they've been after, Japan's have been after MacArthur all, all summer. Apparently so, but I think, obviously, it's because Zaha's always been the difference maker for them, hasn't he? So yeah, I guess but you, you, sometimes you have to you have to admit defeat and realize that sometimes you aren't going to get the money that you think you deserve because I don't think he's worth fifty five oh, right, million. Oh no, no, right, boy! Considering his his end end product, boy, I've boy. obviously the the transfer market bends to the whims of those who are selling, and that's what they they obviously value him, value him at probably eighty million pound mark, and. If I was Crystal Palace, I would have taken that fifty-five million pounds plus two players deal. Absolutely. Plus you're getting. I mean, they have they, Palace have a, have a. I want to say a wealth of strikers, but they have a lot of strikers, yeah. so that might be a problem. Pop up a bit and Wickham or not? Yeah, but not if you add toss into that, what was that? Two two more goals. Which Four is season? which is better? Yeah, which get is out, better? Man. Get out, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is not better. That is not. It better is two goals all. better, isn't it? That you know, and no, no, because of two, no, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. They see they. The thing about Everton is that they're they're, they're being sly with their transfer deals. They're creeping up. They're creeping up on everyone. Nobody expected the Ken deal. Mm. Nobody's now expecting the Zaha deal because that that's seen. I think that might be his preferred location now because obviously Arsenal have have, have got Pepe. We'll talk about that later. Um, but they could be one of those ones that are either sneaking into a top six place or guaranteed Europa League football. Yeah, it could be. It could be European League football. I mean, obviously, because they've got teams like Wolves and West Ham and all these guys are improving around them, they're like, we need to step up the mark. Mm. We need to um, push on and try and get in behind them, especially with someone like United not looking as impressive as they are anymore. These teams are looking at them and saying, well, you finish sixth, 
if you're not going to perform, we're looking to take your spot, mm. you know? So, you know, it's, it's good for Everton because Everton have always been, they're in the city of Liverpool and they've always been shadowed by, uh, overshadowed by Liverpool. Mm. So <clears throat> for them to become an attractive club and for players to want to go there, and obviously this, the attracting players at the moment, Keane is a big one for me because, I mean, you've, apparently you've seen one here, which apparently the reason being he's not, like an Mbappe sort of level and it's like well how many young players are of an Mbappe level yeah that's, that's, that's insane that doesn't make sense of a, for a reason to sell a young player like that yeah. but if I mean from what I saw from my Juventus he's clinical mm. and you've, um, Everton haven't had a real clinical striker in ages I mean Lukaku was the last one they had that had a clinicalness about him when he performed for them mm. so um yeah, Moyes King coming in is, man, that's a good signing. So we'll sign, see, we'll yeah. see what they can do with that, actually. Moyes Ken and, and Zaha. Zaha, they've obviously got Lucas Digne. They've got Lucas Digne on the um, left. And Gomez, these are all underrated signings. Yep, Andre Very Gomez underrated. is, yep, so, yeah. Obviously, Sigurds in, in behind as well, so supplying, so. Gilf. It could be an interesting season for uh, Everton. Also an interesting season, uh, possibly, I'm pretty sure I'm guaranteed it will, it will be, will be uh, Wolves. Mm-hmm. Who have signed? Uh, as long as soon as my internet uh, comes back, you wanna, in your place. Do you, you want to catch my Wi-Fi, bro? I'm good. I'm good. You sure? I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> the Wi-Fi is there for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to pause. I don't want to pause right now. Um, we're, in, we're in a flow. Um, Jimenez for 34 million pounds mm-hmm. from Benfica. Obviously, was was quite good during, near the end of the season last year. Obviously. He got he got the he got the run of things and started to click into gear. Yep. And Neto from Lazio uh, for 16.47 million. Decent signing. From mm. AC Milan, who was overshadowed by the arrival of Piatek. Obviously, he's 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 the he's the gun he's the new gunsling in town. Um, like I like I like I said, not on not on the air, but personally to to, to you, he was. He was overshadowed by uh, Piatek. Mm-hmm. Piatek obviously showed more promise going forward, but not a bad signing, especially for Wolves. I think you're right, he, um, especially with him, because they also tried with Andre Silva. So it was like he didn't really get a shot at mm. proving himself. Yeah, that's true. As a, maybe as the future striker for Milan. Mm. So for him to come here, you know, he's at a club where Nuno will give him that kind of opportunity he'll yeah. look at him and say Jimenez is my guy but I'm going to give you chances to play games because Jimenez didn't start every game last season mm. and they're going to look at him and say I think you can do something here you're a young player still you've got bags of potential that we can still try and hopefully open up and get you to a higher level yeah. let's see what we can do um, Jota no one no one could get Nevers off them which I think is a brilliant summer in itself for, yeah. for that because Nevers obviously one of the always, always been one of the most sought after youngsters in the game mm. so to just not even have to worry about losing him is beautiful for them yeah. um, so you know adding him was uh, it, it rattled me because I was like wow you're actually looking to make an impact and this is what I said before I think on our last podcast I said um, if they want to make that push in European football because in the Europa League if they want to go for it these are the kind of signs they need to make yeah we all said that they had a small team mm. and now they've they've they're introducing a whole bunch of players I don't think they've lost that many no. or that many players that are vital yeah. to them so it's, it's going to be interesting 
to see. They've also brought in uh, Dendoka from Andalet. Permanently as well, isn't it? Permanently. That's another great signing. For 12 million. Because he, he... Oh, 12 million? Yeah, 12 million. Look at that. And he, he settled into the Premier League quick. He did settle in quite quickly. He's obviously midfielder. He's going to play... Not guaranteed, not guaranteed, but he's obviously going to be behind um, Nevis and... Uh, Moutinho. And Moutinho. But in terms of when Moutinho goes, that, that's pretty much somebody there that's going to pass yeah. the torch down to, to, down to. And they've also got um, Morgan Gibbs-White, who looks like oh, an yeah. interesting, Another interesting player that has been sought off by a lot of lot of uh, teams above them. So they keep, the, the thing about Wolves is that they're keeping all the vital players. Mm. And everybody thought, because of what they did last year, that everybody was going to just completely come in and, and take everybody from them. Yeah. But they've managed to financially keep everybody there. And managed to spend wisely, wisely, and not overspend. I mean, Jimenez maybe might be might be considered overspending. Yeah, but, but thirty four million today is, is not really. That yeah, much. and he he the way he played for them, exactly. No one really he, can criticize the signing. Exactly, he was vital for them last year. Um, we'll go up to Manchester United. Can we not do Chelsea first because they're not buying anyone? But what's the point of doing Chelsea? G? Okay, come on then, come on then, come What's on wrong? then, come on then. What's wrong? You got you spent you spent a lot of money. You spent come over on fifth over a hundred billion pounds on defenders. Which was needed, to be fair. It was needed. <laughs> it was needed. It to was. Be fair. You can't I, lie. Man. I spent the last what two, three years crying about what's his name. Oh, what's their name? I don't want to say their names anymore. Their name's abandoned this house. Jones. No, the name's abandoned this house. Abandoned house. Okay, I was yeah. saying. You, you know what we're talking about. J and S, yeah. J S and Y. J S and Y. Yeah. I'm lost. A Y. A Y? Fullback. It's A V, no? Who's A Y? Not Antonio Valencia. A Y? Oh, bruv, come on. I'm so confused. That. that, that. Say his name. I'm going to say the girl's name. Ashley. Oh! There you go. Oh, got ya. Shout out, Ashley. Um, he's your club captain now, though. No, he, no, he's not my club captain. He is the club captain. No, no, he's, he's the club captain. He might not be your club captain. He's not mine. He's the club I, captain. I, I do not associate. Okay. Um, now you know what? I'll be very, very blunt about United. I'll make it quick and for myself because I just don't want us to talk about this club anymore. To be honest, um, defensive signings were needed big time. So AWB coming out right back. Thank goodness, Maguire. We overspent big time. Don't agree with the feet <laughs> yes, at all. But yes, you did. But we needed him in, so another signing I'll take on absolutely. Uh, Daniel James, I don't expect too much from him, but he's a direct winger with speed, which we, which is what we needed for a long time anyway. We haven't had a direct winger for ages, mm. so um, yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at the transfer demons right now. I just feel like we need to add to the midfield. Um, obviously, we've been linked to Bruno Fernandez for the whole. Your eyes are opening. What's wrong? Just tell me. Just tell me what it is. Juventus have agreed uh, the balance yep the balance their player okay we're gonna get there we're gonna get there damn um <laughs> oh dang okay um what was I saying see I've lost my train of thought now man oh, man that hurts that hurts come on United that hurts United 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 let's go boy yeah as I was saying United um yeah they haven't had direct for time we need to send me forward we need to Bruno Fernandes for the whole summer, <laughs> for the whole whole summer, he might be going to Spurs, and as well. he might go Spurs as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, apparently we're trying to now get Christian Eriksen, and it can. You're funding the entire deal. Yep, you're funding 
Dybala it could, to Spurs. It could range. Celso to Spurs. <laughs> you also can fund, you can possibly funding Coutinho to Spurs. Yeah, so, it, well, oh, oh yeah. So it could range, the fee could range anything from 70 to 130 million for Ericsson. We don't know what's going to happen there. Either way, I feel like Bruno, oh, I don't feel like, I definitely believe that Bruno Fernandes is much more of a need than Christian Eriksen he because he's a lot more comfortable central midfield than Eriksen is. Um, but I guess if that's who they're going for, I, I can't really talk. I've told, United fans have done this whole love United, hate Glazer thing they did back in the day and then a few days later on and now they've done it again because they're not happy with Woodward uh, bringing out the green and gold scarves, waving it around <laughs> as if it's going to do, do anything. anything. Yeah. Um, it's, it, I, I honestly rate it as equivalent to flipping Heavy D going on Twitter and telling Stan Kroenke that he's going to bring his microphone out or um, the megaphone the out megaphone, and yeah, shout, yeah. shout and shout wherever he's going to shout. I yeah. said shout three times. I don't know why I did that. Um, but yeah, honestly, just we just need one more centre midfielder. If it's going to be Ericsson, I have to live with that. My only hope is they can come in and perform. But... Um, Oh, and Lukaku's going, isn't he? Is he though? One way or another, he's going. I think he's either Juventus or Inter Milan. Yeah, he's, yeah, okay. And yeah, you, apparently think, you've rejected like a seventy-four million pound bid or euro pound euro, euro bid from Inter. Inter, because Inter, Inter have never been a rich club. They've always tried to, you know, in and yeah, out of the transfer yeah. window. But um, uh, look, I, I will say, I will just say this right now: you were offered money plus Dybala, you were offered a straight shot for Icardi, and you said no to both. Now they're trying to get the, get the player. If you not because Oli Oli Solskjaer doesn't want the player, and you know the player doesn't want to stay anymore because he knows he's not wanted. So at this point, it's not about saying we want as close to the seventy five million that we got. You pay seventy five million for him; it's your fault. If they're gonna pay, um, well, if seventy four million euros is probably like sixty million, just take the money and let him go because there's mm. no point having a player there that if he's not gonna be used, he's gonna be on the books just sitting there doing nothing or be training in a little kit. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so um, that was funny. Uh, well, he he asked to go. We said, yeah, you can go there. So everyone's happy in that in terms of that <laughs> that um that negotiation. But yeah, honestly, just um yeah, just <laughs> just give me a semi filter, man. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. That Dybala thing's hurting me, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm gonna s- I'm, I know we're gonna get to Spurs, but I'm just gonna say this on Dybala right now. Oh I have s- I have tried to tell people that one bad Can we do Spurs, yeah, yeah, please. Okay, I've tried to tell people that one bad season in Italy does not paint the whole pitch on who Dybala is. Mm. People think te- people always like to forget about what a player can do when they have one bad season. This is what we do in this country, especially, and this has happened throughout the years. Sometimes a player will come here, have one bad season, his first season here is poor and he's shipped off and you told you tell him that he's not good enough. Diego Forlan has spent two or three years at Man United and he didn't have the greatest time at all. Went to Villarreal, was the whole top goal scorer in the whole of Europe, not just one league, the whole of Europe. Vera's ability was doubted. Went to United, didn't work out. Went to Chelsea, didn't work out. But the guy was ultimately top class quality footballer. It happens. Went to Inter, worked out. Exactly, my point. So... Um, in terms of Dybala look it didn't work out because I think with Ronaldo it was a different dynamic Manzukic now became a left winger yeah, as well which you know it is what it is um, but I don't know what Sarri's doing I, but he's getting rid of a whole bunch of great players I think I do I genuinely think I think Juventus have reached a stage where because they spent so much money on Ronaldo and Dilit mm. they need to now sell some oh, of these players yeah, on probably. I think I think they've done it to themselves because they thought 
Which is fair. I mean, if you sign someone like Ronaldo, the commercials and everything, the money that you get from him is big. Mm. But that's just into the club. And whether it comes to your wage bill and transfer budget and all that jazz, it's all different. Mm. And um, I guess they've... they Juventus have never been a club that spent that much money on a player, have they? So, you know, they spent the last eight, nine years getting bargains, free deals. Mm. Um, but like I said, Dybala... Even in his worst season ever for Juventus, you look around the Juventus cap, camp and players loved him. The team loved him. Ronaldo even started editing his celebration to start doing the Dybala celebration in. Mm. And people talk about Ronaldo being a difficult person to work with. The reason why he had a great relationship with only like Marcelo or Ramos at Real Madrid is because of their winning mentality on top of how they played. But the pressure at Madrid is different to Juventus. And he's coming and enjoying himself. He's not playing a striker anymore. He's playing a striker, but he drifts off here and there, tries to get more involved. And Dybala was a big reason for that. So Dybala, I wouldn't say he sacrificed his game, but statistically, he achieved less. Yeah. But he's still a fantastic talent. Of course. And they're getting him for what? It's a bargain price. It's man. crazy. It's a bargain it's price. crazy. And I have this really, really strong feeling that he's going to come here and rip this league apart. And Spurs have got it work perfectly now because if you've got him behind um, Harry Kane, Kane gets injured. Kane gets injured. You can move him forward. No, not even that. Move Son in front of him. Exactly. Deli Ali is still there. And I said this. I want to say this now. Signing them and Dombele, you're gonna see because I've always said the reason why Ali was able to have such a fantastic season was because behind him he had Musa Dembele and Wanyama. Mm. So you didn't have to worry about exactly, going back. Exactly, exactly. Be your second striker, score those goals and get those little assists that you could do. Because he's, he's, he's a good footballer. He's mm. a good player. So now he's got that behind him, he's going to have the license to that go forward again. Wanyama as well. Exactly. To go forward. Dybala and then Son. Mora's now coming to form. It was at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, they honestly have the chance to make something special here and you said it off off, off, off the podcast I'm going to say it now because I agree with you if Pochettino doesn't win something with this I have to kill my agenda about you him have to it. kill your agenda I, I have to come in I have to kill him <laughs> the word you will not know the meaning of the word fraud until I bring it out on what, what day is it the season and this year I'm going to get the date up uh, I, I, wait today's date no the, the date that the, ne- the, uh, the season ends next year okay go on the last fixture I'm ch- Premier League season uh, Premier League yeah, matches 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 last game of the season is on the 17th of May if by the 17th of May or three weeks after when, when the Champions League is on if by that date he has not won a thing I am coming for his neck deal that's fair, fair. That's fair. Thank you. That's fair. That is fair. We move now to their North London neighbours. Arsenal Football Club. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're smiling now. You're <laughs> <laughs> smiling now, you know. You're hey. smiling now, you know. It's crazy. We apparently had £45 million to spend. That that could only afford us Ryan Frazier. Do you, do you know what's, <laughs> do what's, do what's funny? Yeah, do, do you know what's funny? I really feel like this is the first time that your fans were listened to because I look no, hear me out hear me out hear me out I really feel like if you guys didn't make noise about the 45 million Kronke wouldn't have added this much money to your your budget I mean obviously I know you're doing like installments for Pepe for example but you're still trying to get Upa Meccano you're still trying to get probably less off they want 92 million okay but you bid for him at least yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, TNE you've been bidding for 
Um, I added Dennis Sabalos uh, on loan. Um, Martinelli. Martinelli. Well, no. If if but if you hear me out here. Go on, go on. I don't. I don't believe that the fans had anything to do with with you the Pepsi. Pepsi was in the worst. It's tw- it's twenty million from our budget this year. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. That's true. Saliba was twenty seven million, so that's forty seven million. So you're talking about two million extra that he yeah. added to the pot. And that's probably installments as well, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, Martinelli for cost six six million. Uh, boss was a loan. Yeah. Uh, we also got rid of Billick or whatever his name is for seven point three eight million. Mm-hmm. We got rid of Kashoni for four million. Got rid of Aspin for three million. So yeah, in terms yeah. of our budget, it's, it's still it's still in line with what what, yeah. what, we, what we've um we can we apparently can had. Yeah. That being said, though, our front line is nuts. It's very good. Very good. Because Aubameyang is a golden boot winner. Mm-hmm. In his first full season, mm-hmm. 31, 30, yeah, 31, I think he is now. Oh, age, yeah, yeah, yeah. Age wise, he's obviously lost a bit of pace. He's still fast, though. No, he's still And quick, he's yeah. also very good in the boxing. He's a very good finisher. Mm-hmm. We've also got Ozil, who looks from preseason, looks like he's, he's suiting, he's, he's actually applying himself this year. Mm-hmm. He, wants to, he wants to play, he wants to prove himself. And if he tries to prove himself, the only good thing can happen because he's a fantastic player. Yeah. We both know this. Uh, we sorted out our problem with the wing on the wings because we had that no was, That was needed, man. What well, was desperately needed. You haven't had a good right winger since Freddie Jumburg. Haven't had a good... Yep, fair. Yeah. It's not just that. It's just wingers in general. We've now got two wingers. we got we got um, Pepe on the right. Uh, we got Reese Nelson or it will be on the left, if uh, or Aubameyang, if he decides to play Lacazette up top, which I don't know will happen. I prefer if we play with just one striker mm. and keep Lacazette rotating off off the bench and in Europa League. Uh, Reese Nelson looks like a threat. He looks like he, He's a good he player, can man. be something special. But and of course, it will be there. It will be there. And apparently, it will be the JJ Koch's uh, nephew or something. He, is, like, he is, he, he is. is. Doesn't prove it when it comes to football, footballing ability. But then again, like I said, I'd keep him because he's a good backup. He's a decent backup. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So if we Ozil behind Celebos and um, Torreira as our two centre mids, we mm. obviously need to sort our defence. But apparently uh, we, got, we went for um, 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 Umpamenko. Yeah. Uh, Uma Pacano. That's it. I said. I said yeah as well. You did say yeah, so it's your fault. I like. Um, (laughs) Which is is is, um, we obviously bought Saliba as well. Yeah, who's gone back on loan, but in terms of the future, fantastic signing. Uh, Right back Bellerin, if he gets back to full fitness and hits the ground running, then he should be fine. Tierney, even though he's injured for eight weeks, we're still going in for him. Rugani possibly on loan. Yeah, we got rid of a weak link in Kashani. But he's still got the weakest link. We still got the weakest link. I, I understand that, yeah. but I doubt he'll see pitch with um, Socrates and and uh, Rob Holden. Well, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against it. If we get Rugani, and we have Socrates and Rob Holden, Rob Holden was don't don't get it wrong. Rob Holden was a, was a key feature in, in no, no, every, no, he's, in he's, every he's, he started the season fantastically. He did well. fantastically. Yeah, Unfortunately, he got injured. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be an interesting season. Obviously, the thing about this is that Tottenham have now overshadowed it with this, with potentially uh, yeah. the signing of Dybala, Lo Celso, and and um, the signings at the back. Coutinho. The signings at the back are all ifs and maybes. But if you do get maybe one or two bodies in Tierney and Rugani, look mm. like the most put- likely rather than yeah. um, Upamecano. Mm. 
then that's a that's a good transfer window. Yeah, that's a good transfer window. Fantastic. Um, it's our best transfer window since. Oh, for a while. For, yeah, for, for I can't I can't remember while. since, but for a long time, mm. for a very long time. Um, and the thing with Ozil, I can't defend him if he he does he does badly this season because he's got everything available. He's got, in front of him, yeah. He's got a fantastic striker on top of him. He's got a great prospect on the right. Reese Nelson also a fantastic prospect on the left. Mm. Yeah, he has every avenue to succeed and to make the final pass. Delicious. That being said, now we have to see how Emery puts them in. Exactly. That's the only thing that you have to think about now. But um, there's every chance for Arsenal to push for the top four, maybe higher. I've always said, we always try to do this thing in the league where, and I think it's, it's fair because you always know who your favourites are for the title. There's, oh, you can sign as many players. Some teams just have overall better quality in their teams yeah. and now to win games better. Um, but, it makes it always makes the title race interesting. This is what I wanted because I was so annoyed that two teams were so far ahead of the teams from third to six. Um, so if it just means more of an exciting title race or at least a, a race that goes a bit further before teams start falling off, mm. I'm here for it. I just don't want a big big gap like I had yeah. to see. Exciting, yeah, just you know, just a bit more excitement. But yeah, let's see, let's see what they can do. Go to Chelsea quickly because they signed Kovacic for fifty million and Pulisic. How much did they get Pulisic for? Pulisic was six, no, not 60. Wait, was it 60? I think it was like 60 million, yeah. Whatever it was. Um, I mean, Kovacic had to be signed because they need to bring someone in because they can't actually sign um, someone in the summer window and he was on loan, so it was mm. allowed because it was like a mandatory fee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from Kovacic, Pulisic is a, I'd say he's a good talent. I wouldn't say he's a great talent because you got Drake's by Jordan Sancho, Jaden Sancho. That and his his end product worries me so much because he can beat players. He's so good at beating players. He's rapid, but his end product is three out of ten, <laughs> and that's what worries me. If he can get up to six out of ten for in his first season, great, and then push on because he's still young. So um, that's a good sign for that's a good sign for Chelsea in my opinion. But obviously we'll see what he does. Um, that midfield. As I like to tell, as I like to tell, tell people, we saw how Jorginho and Kante managed to get it together. And I told you you didn't really change anything; just let them play. You know what I mean? Um, and Jorginho started to show his quality towards the end of the season. Mm. It takes time for players. Preseason as well. Yeah, it takes time for players to um, hit the ground running in this league. Go figure. Mm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how what they do. But again, Kovacic and Barkley. I mean. I will say this about Barkley. I don't rate Barkley highly, but in preseason you can see that the, the Lampard effect is starting to take hold of him. The Lampard. No, no, listen. Get over yourself. No, listen, listen, man. listen. I listen. I I deep tick. I was watching. I watched. I've watched two Chelsea games this preseason. I don't know why I watched them, but I watched them anyway. And every time he received the ball, it was always sort of like how Lampard used to receive it and enter the box in that space. He's like he's trying to just educate him in that way because Barkley does this dumb thing where he runs with his head down like he's Milan Barosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and you have to look up and give yourself the chance to see what's around you. Mm. And I think he's trying to educate him in that. I mean, he's 24, so he should know this by now. Mm, mm. But some players blossom late. Fine. So, um, I'm unsure about him. I'm very, very unsure about him. But, Barkley, yeah? Yeah, but if... If Lampard can at least turn him into a goal-scoring midfielder, where it's like you're not too involved in the play, but you get into the right, yeah, get into the right places and finish, because that's sort of like I mean Raheem Sterling is a much better player than him, but that's also what Pep's Pep's done with Sterling. Yeah, get into the right places to apply finishes rather than 
be here and wait for the ball and do that. Mm. Use your use your brain a bit more. Mm-hmm. And Lampard had high IQ as a footballer. Mm. So if he managed to bring that sort of effect to him, great. But I, like, I'm not expecting big things because him and Kovacic got away with murder last year because everyone's talking about um, Jorginho and Kante. Yeah. And those two were poor. They were, they were very poor. Lampard, though, what, what, what do you see in his future? The one thing I did like about him at Derby was in games when they were losing or drawing and they couldn't get through, it was his tactical changes that changed the game. And that's only a good thing. So that means that he knows, in terms of tacti- tactically, he's aware. He knows that he can get into here, there, and there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I trust him in that regard. Mm. The only thing I'm not sure about is how that relates into the Premier League. Because mm. in the Championship, I mean, he has a higher level of quality players around him now. But I guess he was more of an unknown t- unknown um entity entity that's the word yeah um in the premier league it's the same kind of story mm-hmm. but there's a higher level of uh, managers quality managers mm-hmm. higher level of opposition that you're playing against so um it's interesting to see but i do think he has a, a bright future in football man okay. I, I really do and if he has a good first season they're gonna spend good yeah, good and well, and they're yeah. gonna give him what he wants. I mm. really believe that, and it could be problems <laughs> the season after. I've always said Chelsea dysfunctional for the last fifteen years, but somehow achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what is that about? I know, I know and they're in the about. Champions League as well. So yeah, we'll see what they do, man. Hazardous Chelsea. We didn't talk about that, but uh, he's he's become he's become thickums in he Madrid, man. Thickums in Richard, so, hasn't he? He's a bad B, man. <laughs> Shout out Darren. Darren don't like when I call people bad, bad B. <laughs> Yeah, Liverpool FC mm. have bought De Berg, Van der Berg from Zwolle for one point seven one million. Called mm-hmm. as a Klopp, they're not fantasy. They're not playing fantasy football. They've spent big, so they now have to relax. They're doing this whole um, Mo Hyder thing, the net spend argument. Yeah, um, because obviously they've bought in money for Coutinho, and which is fair to say they've done that. Um, obviously they've got started off the wage bill. Unfortunately for him, his injuries are taking the worst of his career yep. but anyway um, a few local fans have been saying this to me and I, I, I kind of get it is that the reason why they wanted maybe one more midfielder as a creative force or maybe one more attacker to help with the front three is because they say when they play against City City have so much depth mm. that when they make a change you're like oh man why is he coming on yeah whereas with Liverpool obviously Origi had a good end to the season and scored a couple of important goals for them um, but he's not of a quality of a Sane for example just yeah, for example yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they worry about that and they're like I don't know if we can rely on this guy and this guy um, Naby Keita didn't have a good, a good first season but again settling started to shine near the end and obviously he's very good talent so I'm pretty sure he'll be able to hit the ground running yeah exactly it'll be like a new signing like in, my, in my personal opinion I feel like it'll be like a new signing because nobody really got the got got the uh, the full Naby Keita so I didn't know exactly know what he's capable of mm. so I think he's pretty sure he'll be able to play play better than what he has done yeah and they got Ox back from injury Ox back from injury I uh, don't know how he's gonna be but it's still a, good, it's still a player coming back. He lost a bit of pace, but all comes down to his end product is passing. Yeah, exactly. He playing midfield centre or attacking mid-centre. Here's your opportunity, man. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't think Liverpool will struggle this season. Absolutely not. Um, Let's talk they might finish fourth. 
Well, people are people are saying that. Some people think they'll finish outside the top four. It's funny how people think f- in football. It's weird. It's weird. Um, I don't think they'll have that problem. I think they're going to get Champions League football again comfortably. Um, can they win the league title? They can. Um, Salah, Firmino, this Mane is, all had international football this 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 uh, window, this summer. The issue, yeah, they they're going to be tired. The issue, there might yeah. be a few injuries. The issue about that is. I've watched two games for them before the season. So a friendly and the, the community show game. And in the friendly, they had Origi, Ox, and Wijnaldum as a front three. Obviously, that was toothless because they can't do that. <laughs> um, then they had this front three, um, missing Mane, Origi was in. And it was a lot more, let's depend on um, individual brilliance rather than what we can do as a team. Um, City weren't City weren't great in that game but they found a few holes in Liverpool's play mm. um, Van Dijk was really beaten this season so that's the first time he's been beaten in like 60 sighting games apparently it's not uh, not classified as a, as an actual match it's more of, it's, it's more oh, of a goal oh here we go so again technically here we go again he wasn't, he wasn't beaten ah uh, he was beaten man <laughs> <laughs> but no but it's regardless like I said I know, everyone, I get, everyone gets beaten once in a while there's no shame in it 65 um, games boy it took a while yeah it took a big took a minute, long man. while but um, no, he 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 made a couple errors, and it was weird because like you've had a you've had a preseason, you've had a rest. Are you are you lacking a sharpness? Like what's going on? Mm. You don't know. Um, but both teams weren't impressive. But the one thing that City did was number one, they exposed City's, um Liverpool's Highland plenty times, mm. and Sterling missed absolute sitters every now and then or bottled sitters. Mm. Um, and um. This thing that Liverpool do where they try to play an offside trap, see exposed that as well. Mm. They had two deep runners, Liverpool paid no attention to them. They played, instead of crossing it in, they played it back towards a player who dinked it to the foul players. Mm. And then they did their thing where they play across the box for a tap in. Mm. And a lot of teams can look at this game, and I said it. The thing about Liverpool is every time they've had some sort of almost success in the Premier League, teams the next year look at you and say, oh, we know what you do now. So we're coming for you we're coming for this we're coming for that yeah, yeah, yeah. so they need to be wary of that but they've got a good quality team now so maybe they can find they've got the quality to find ways to win mm. so they can't be too stubborn and try and stick to one way they have to now utilize two ways and i think they can do that mm. so um we'll see what they do this season but it's gonna be interesting yeah very but interesting for people season. saying outside the top four and all that jazz listen if you really think that's going to happen, go to the bookies and put £100 on it. And if it happens, enjoy your winnings. Exactly. Because, exactly, boy, exactly. I, I don't see it happening. Uh, Manchester City haven't spent that much, but they spent wisely. They obviously, Fernandinho was near the end of his of his tenure mm-hmm. at the top of the game. So they bought in Rodri from Fletcher. You, you're a very big fan of, of his. I like him. He's, um, but I'll, I'll get on to him in a second. Hold on. They've also bought in uh, Angelino from PSV Eindhoven. Uh, for 10 million Stefan from Columbus Crew for 7 don't know much about him and they also bought in Cancelo mm-hmm. uh, the Juventus right back for, uh, for 30 million plus Danilo yes. in terms of in, in a swap deal so in terms of their defence they've sorted out their right, right back kind of because Carl Walker isn't the greatest yeah but centre backs John Stones isn't isn't looking that they, doesn't look they that were, great they were shaky man uh Laporte, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's bad or he's not good. I'm not saying that, but I, he's not great. 
in terms of the level that people are putting him up, they put him on the pedestal. In my opinion, I don't think he's that good of a defender. Thank you. Um, left back wise, Mendy injured all the time. Also, they got rid of Delph. So Zinchenko, who's, who's, who's their makeshift left back? Zinchenko, not a left back. He's not a left back, no. But that's who they're gonna put there. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what city you're thinking. I'm pretty sure they're going to win the league again. I mean, with with signing Rodri. I mean, it's a like, it's a, not a like for like for Fernandinho because he's not as tenacious as Fernandinho, but he's still got aggressiveness about him. People call him the next Busquets. That's what people have been saying. Ah, yeah, they need to chill with that. <laughs> um, he's not. He's n- nowhere near it. I'm sorry, yeah. Busquets has been on this level since he was a kid. It's actually mad. Mm. But um, no, only honestly, he's a good. He's a good passer. Um, he reads the game well. But the one thing Liverpool realized about him is when he has the ball, even when he has options around him, it takes him a bit longer to click. Mm. And that's what, because obviously in this league you have to be a bit quicker than mm-hmm. the Liga. And it, it wasn't clicking for him in that game. And when they pressed him, Liverpool created chances. So if he when he starts games, I'm sure teams will look and say, okay, you know what, let's try and get onto Rodri and apply pressure to that fence. Because as we've pointed out before in the podcast, they bought back company for the last end of the season because they knew they needed him. That's their leader. They don't have that option now. They do not have it. And that's a big issue because, like I said, Laporte. And it's funny you said it. Um, I saw the Harold's on Footy says, and um, he said he spoke to some guy in France. He was having a conversation about the French defenders. I've got his French. Yeah, I've been in Spain for so long. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, they said to him, "Do you, do you know the reason why Umtiti and even Lengley mm. get into squads over him because he's not that good?" Mm. And he was like, "Well, but in England we love him here. We think he's like a top class defender, borderline world class." He's like, "No, listen, this he's really not that great." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and. We see it, but I think as we we well, I've complained about defending for the last four or five years about <laughs> this podcast. So we've seen a defender come in and do a decent job, and it's like, oh, he is, you know. And the only one I can look at in this league right now and say, oh, you're genuinely of a higher level is Van Dijk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So apart from that, as a centre back, yeah, as a centre back, yeah. So um, apart from that. I'm not. I don't want to talk about John Stones. I'm not going to talk about Otamendi either. We know about them guys already. Yeah. But yeah, no. I think you're right. I think they will go. They'll go for another league title. Of course they will. Mm. They've got too much quality, and their 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 strength is having the ball. Mm. But if they're going to be pressed well, then they could be in for a world of pain. They could I be. think this year is going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be uh, a race between two teams. I don't. I think. I don't think it's going to be that far. A difference between the, the top two and the top top three or four. Mm. I think it'll be very close. Yeah. I don't think City are going to dominate. I think, I think De Bruyne even said that they're, they're not thinking they're going to break any records. They're not going to get 100 points or even 90. You're looking for 80 points to, to win a league title. Uh, and the way that everybody below them has uh, improved yeah. from Arsenal all the way down to, to Wolves, it, it's looking that a lot of teams are going to take a lot of points from each other. Yeah. And it's going to be a very interesting league title. That, in my, that being said, well, who's your top four and who's going down? Actually, don't go about who's going down. Nobody cares. Who's your <laughs> top four? Top four. City and Liverpool are in there. Yep. I'll say Spurs are in there mm-hmm. if they complete these deals. It's all ifs and maybes with these deals. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not, not solid. Yeah, it's the deals that all count. All, I, all, all I'm hoping for is that United see that, that would see sense and realize that Ericsson is not the one. 
Yeah. Spending 130 million pounds sterling. You know, I, I was to facilitate. Let me finish. <laughs> Dybala, Lo Celso, Sessignon, and potentially Bruno Fernandes. I, 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 I didn't want you to do it, man. But I, I <laughs> but you know what it is honestly. Last week, I was so not so confident, but I thought United could finish in top 40 because I thought if we had Bruno Fernandes to what, and I knew Maguire, we knew Maguire was coming. Then I was like, okay, you help the defense so out, go for midfield and all that. But now, after all of this, who Bala and all this nonsense that's going on. I can't count United as part of it right now. Yeah, no, you're not going. Um, so I honestly think the race for the top four will be between Arsenal and Chelsea. Chelsea, I want to say Chelsea because as much as people want to write them off, I've said this, this on Reddit today, I'll say it again. Dysfunctional, but successful. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. They, their, front, their striker options right now are Tammy Abraham and Michi Bashiwai. You're going to look at that and say, well, Bashiwai is a great finisher, but he's not a great player. Mm. Um, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham, I've never rated. I, no. uh, he, he's just very tall, in my opinion. <laughs> um but look, he could have one freak season. We've seen worse things in the Premier League. We've seen weirdest things in the Premier League. You know what I mean? So I would not count that team in. Out, oh, sorry. Um, Kante's still there. Jorginho's still there. Willian's number ten, which is funny. Um, oh, is he now? Oh, they gave Willian number ten. I, 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 wait, I screamed in this hey, house. You never know, that might rejuvenate his career. Ima- imagine he has like a twenty-goal season. That'd be crazy, right, bro? But um, no, honestly, I think it's between those guys. If United are going to push for the top four and they try, if they if they do get Ericsson and Ericsson performs well, then yeah, I can look at them and say, okay, you know what, maybe. But um, oh, I've got to say this about United quickly. Mm-hmm. Message can't play. He's going to, bro. Listen to listen to listen to me right now, <laughs> and look at me as I say this to you, please. That game against AC Milan, that friendly, mm-hmm. the two-two, right? Don't look at your phone, bro. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> It was so scary and alarming at how our, our play sped up. In fact, he went off and we scored literally minutes later like that. Oh, no, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So he can't play and he's going to be another detriment if he plays. But regardless, top four, I think, are City and Liverpool certified and uh, Spurs and then Arsenal or Chelsea. I don't think United will get in there this year. Harsh reality. Coach Kogan, where can I find us? can find us oh we're back on doing this I love this I love this I'm going to say Spotify first this time come on <laughs> come find us on Spotify first you know uh, Radio Football stay there all day here you know you know um, iTunes SoundCloud and of course that beautiful thing we call Twitter uh, where the agendas fly um, free in midfield and next week we got Micah Fanimo and Darren T coming through coming through to the podcast this is another episode of the Football Podcast Good night. Mm.